वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुधीर ये नष्टाषु अभद्रेशु निगवत सगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवतीमेष्टिकी कृष्णाय वासुदेवाय देवकी नंदनाय नंदगोपकुमराय गोविंदय नमो नम रेडी फ्रॉम श्रीमद्भागवत कैंटो फाइव चैप्टर नाइनटीन टेक्स्ट नंबर थर्टीन योगेशरयोगनपुण योगेशरयोगनपुण्यगर्भो भगवान्गादय गर्भो भगवान्गादय यदंतयि निर्गुणे मनो यदंतयि निर्गुणे मनो भक्तियादित भक्तियादीत दुष्कर इदम हि योगेशरयोगनपुण हिण्यगर्भो भगवान्गादय यदंतयि निर्गुणे मनो भक्तियादीत दुष्कर इदम हि योगेशरयोगनपुण गर्भो भगवान्गादयि निर्गुणे मनो भक्तियादीत दुष्कर इदम दिसनली Yoga Ishvara, O oh my Lord, Master of all mystic powers. Yoga Nayakunam, the expert process of executing yogic principles. Hiranyagarbha, Lord Brahma, Bhagavan, the most powerful, Jagad, spoke, yet, which, yet, which. Antakale, at the time of death, Tvai, in you, Nirpune, the transcendence, Manaha, the mind, Bhaktiya, with a devotional attitude, Dadita, one should place, Ujjita Dushkalevara, having given up his identification with the material body. O oh my Lord, Master of all mystic yoga, this is the explanation of the yogic process spoken of by Lord Brahma Hiranyagarbha, who is self-realized. At the time of death, 
all yogis give up the material body with full detachment simply by placing their minds at your lotus feet that is the perfection of yoga purport srila madhvacharya says yasya samyak bhagavati jnanam bhakti tathaiva cha nischintas tasya mokshasya sarva papa krito pitu for one who very seriously practices devotional service during his lifetime in order to understand the constitutional position of the supreme personality of godhead liberation from this material world is guaranteed even if he has previously been addicted to sinful habits this is also confirmed in bhagavad gita api chet suduracharo bhajate mam ananya prak sadur evasa mantavya samyak vyavastho hi sah even if one commits the most abominable actions if he is engaged in devotional service he is to be considered saintly because he is properly situated bhagavad gita 9.30 the only purpose of life is to be fully absorbed in thoughts of krishna and his form pastimes activities and qualities i repeat the only purpose of life is to be fully absorbed in thoughts of krishna and his form pastimes activities and qualities if one is able to think of krishna in this way 24 hours a day he is already liberated swarupena vyavasthita whereas materialists are absorbed in material thoughts and activities devotees on the contrary are always absorbed in thoughts of krishna and krishna's activities therefore they are already on the platform of liberation one has to think of krishna with full absorption at the time of death then he will certainly return home back to godhead without a doubt ज्ञानांजनशलाखा चक्षुन्मीन तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थात भूतले स्वयं कदाम ददाती स्वदाक मुखा कौति वाचा पंगुम लंघाते गिरीपातमंदे श्रीगुरुदीनता वाचाकलचरोभ्य कृपा सिंहभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवभ्यो नमो नम जय श्रीकृष्णचैतन्य प्रभो निनंदीअदाधारीवासादी गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम Hare Krishna. Hare. So we are reading from chapter five, uh, Canto five, chapter nineteen, and text thirteen. Oh my Lord, Master of all mystic yoga, this is the explanation of the yogic process spoken of by Lord Brahma, Hiranyagartha, who is self-realized. At the time of death, all yogis give up the material body with full detachment. Simply by placing their minds at your lotus feet, that is the perfection of yoga. So, the fifth canto, in its, is continuing to discuss Vedic cosmology. That's how that's how it seems at the outset that it is discussing Vedic cosmology. But wherever you open the Shrimad Bhagavatam, just like when you bite a 
very sweet fruit wherever you bite it from it will give you taste so apparently in the discussion of vedic cosmology shrimad bhagavatam is still giving us the messages of bhakti that is the beauty of shrimad bhagavatam that is why it is unlike any other purana it is considered as paramahamsa samhita the highest purana the highest scripture so in this rendition of the vedic uh, cosmology the shrimad bhagavatam talks about uh, uh, different planetary systems wherein it talks about uh, bhumandal which is uh, which is our mandal in one sense where we live in bhumandal it talks about uh, different islands uh, one of the most prominent being jambudweep which is the center in that jambudweep it talks about different varshas different tracts of land and uh, each particular tract of land has got a predominating deity and a devotee who is the principal worshipper of that particular deity few days back we finished discussion of one such varsha which is called as kim purusha varsha where we discussed about hanuman glorifying lord ramachandra and in the last two or three verses discussion has now gone to another varsha which is our own varsha which is bharata varsha so it is said that in bharata varsha who is the predominating deity it is nar narayan rishi in badrikashram and who is worshipping nar narayan rishi who is the greatest devotee naradmuni so naradmuni is it is said is eternally engaged in service of nar narayan rishi now in verse 11 sukadev goswami glorifies naradmuni because sukadev goswami has now moved on from kimpurusha varsha discussion to bharata varsha discussion so in verse 11 before he starts talking about uh, bharata varsha he glorifies naradmuni and from verse 12 onwards is a description of narad muni's prayers unto nar narayan rishi narad muni's prayers unto nar narayan rishi so yesterday narad muni has started praying to nar narayan rishi and yesterday narad muni uh, yesterday's verse narad muni talks about how lord krishna is the cause of all causes in one sense that he is the cause of creation cause of maintenance and cause of destruction and how lord krishna appears to have accepted a human form and he is deeply seems to be engaged in this material world in his past time but yet how he is very aloof from material nature so that was what was yesterday's verse and prabhava prabhu gave a very nice explanation so today's verse narad muni is continuing his glorification of the supreme personality of godhead at this point in time nar narayan rishi and in, and and the focus of today's verse or glorification of narad muni's uh, uh, the focus of narad muni's glorification is the process of remembering the lord at the time of death or the process of smaranam of the lord and how does he call the lord as he addresses the lord as yogeshwar and there is a method behind this why is he calling Uh, the lord as yogeshwar in this particular verse because the lord is the so because thoughts of the lord are the culmination of any yogic processes any yogic process has to culminate in smarana so the perfect culmination of yogic any yogic process is ante narayana smriti this is what shrimad bhagavatam also says early on in the earlier cantos it has mentioned that and attaining lord krishna's lotus feet is the only real and per- permanent liberation moksha in the uh, 12th canto of shrimad bhagavatam which uh, we are presently studying as a part of our bhakti vedanta under his grace keshav prabhu so it talks about four types of annihilation in talking about the four types of annihilation it says that there is constant annihilation constant annihilation is human beings dying all the time then it talks about occasional annihilation where that is a temporary annihilation where the three worlds are annihilated whereas the top lokas like satya loka tapa loka mahar loka they are still preserved and all the souls are in sushupti under 
in within Garbhodak Sai Vishnu. So that is partial annihilation, where the egg is universal egg is still intact. Then it talks about full or final annihilation, which is the annihilation of the cosmic egg as well, and then all the material elements going in reverse integration back into the original cosmic substance which is Pradhan. So that is the uh, final annihilation. However, the same Srimad Bhagavatam says there is one more annihilation which is called as elemental annihilation which it says is that annihilation where by which the jiva completely disconnects with the material energy because until we disconnect ourselves completely with the material energy we are still vulnerable to pradhan we are still vulnerable to going getting into pradhan and through pradhan coming back into this material world so that ultimate cut of the soul with that pradhan is actually defined as moksha so that is liberation of course that is the uh, metaphysical explanation of liberation. The spiritual explanation of liberation is given here, which is Ante Narayana Smriti, or remembering the lotus feet of the Lord. That is real and permanent liberation. Now, for Smaran, for remembering the Lord with intensity, one needs help of one's mind. Mana Eva Manushyanam. Karanam Bandha Mokshaya. The mind is the reason for bondage and the mind is the cause of liberation also. So, now, while Smaranam needs help of the mind, a control of this particular mind can happen only if by sincere sadhana. Again, here if you see the, somewhere Prabhupada has also used the word sincere here. Yes, serious. Prabhupada says, for one who very seriously practices devotional service. Prabhupada did not say, for one who very perfectly practices devotional service. Seriousness is what is in our hands. Bestowing perfection is in Krishna's hands. Because he is all perfect. We are not perfect. Jiva is never perfect. So, Krishna has to bestow perfection. So, Smaranam needs help of the mind and such control of the mind comes by the culmination of sincere Shravanam and sincere Kirtanam. Because ultimately Lord is called as Rishikesh. On one hand he is called as Yogeshwar. Another aspect of Yogeshwar is Rishikesh. Lord is the controller of our senses. When we start chanting, that is the time we realize how monkey-minded our mind is. <laughs> when we sit for chanting, we don't realize. When we sit for chanting, what happens? The mind like monkey jumps from here to there. So, um, Chaitanya Charan Prabhu in one of his classes, he says that distraction is nothing but alternate attraction. <laughs> So, an example was given by his place Adesham Prabhu in one of his classes, because I am hearing some of his classes in preparation for Janmashtami. So, he says that in Haura, one devotee was once sent to do a presentation. He was carrying a projector in his hand, very expensive projector. So, when he got down at Haura station and he was starting to, he started walking on the street. And Haura is a pretty notorious place. <laughs> so, what happened was, he saw suddenly rupee notes flying in the air, no. 200-300 rupee notes are flying everywhere and no, obviously, no, very uh, spontaneously, he kept the projector down and went to pick up the notes, by that time projector was gone. Okay. This is welcome to India, Mera Bharat Maha. <laughs> so therefore projector was gone. So this is how the mind is, the mind takes you away and it gives you an alternate attraction which is always almost towards our nemesis. So, and sometimes what happens, this alternate attraction is so attractive that we never realize when we have finished our rounds. We never realize it. Suddenly we realize, 16 over or whatever number of rounds one does. So, the only way of keeping the mind, this monkey mind steady 
it is recommended is to hear more poor shravanam means poor kirtana invariably this is the fact and all of us as practicing devotees have realized this that our shravanam is weak our kirtana will always be weak so when what happens when we do shravanam when we do shravanam our faith increases and when our faith increases we can be more attentive to the holy names of the lord so good shravanam leads to good kirtanam but good kirtanam also leads to good shravanam so it's a cyclic effect in one sense so coming back to the aspect of kirtanam the chanting part shrimad bhagavatam gives a beautiful verse shrimad bhagavatam 6th canto second chapter the last verse 49th verse it says mriyamano harer nama grinan putropacharitam ajamilo api agadham kim utashraddhaya grinan while suffering at the time of death ajamil chanted the holy name of the lord and although the chanting was directed towards his son he nevertheless returned home back to godhead therefore if one faithfully and inoffensively chants the holy name of the lord where is the doubt that one will return to godhead so though the assistance went back the vishnu dutas came there and actually the vishnu dutas told lord vishnu he said that look we are we can't take him because he was calling his son narayana he was not you know in your radhya narayana smriti he was calling his son narayana but lord vishnu did not say he said no 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 you go back you please recheck go back because he called out to narayana like that so therefore in the gajendra prayers gajendra refers to the lord as bhuri karnaya bhuri karnaya means what although the jiva repeatedly turns away from the lord the lord is more eager to take us back than we are eager to go back to him so therefore he comes behind us birth after birth at least as the super soul and in the life of devotees he, he comes by in, in the form of association he gives us association of saintly personalities so so much for even imperfect chanting where lord as bhuri karmaya is taking care so if someone chants with shraddha how much more benefits one can get so when we hear these kind of pastimes this is the power of smara though we are talking about chanting we are hearing about chanting so this is actually smarana right so when we hear these kind of pastimes we get faith in the holy name and the mind gradually a mind where faith is strong that mind comes gradually under control so an example is given that a car controlling a car doesn't mean just parking the car and giving it stand still on the side of the road at the end of the day car is meant to be driven it has to transport us we cannot say okay i am going to control the car now. so i am going to just be in one place it's not possible right car is meant to travel so a car can be controlled by carefully steering the car amidst all the dynamics that the road gives us the random dynamics that it gives us from point to point or from time to time now steering the car requires skill and knowledge it requires knowledge of the do's and don'ts keep so many distance away from the previous car do not cross the speed limit like that once i someone was telling is only jayapataka maharaj said krishna's mercy stops beyond 100 kilometers per hour on the freeway okay so we cannot drive like a madman and then say the lord will protect so we have responsibility so it cannot we cannot say rishikesh you protect my mind let me you know let my mind go astray so there has to be a sincere effort in order to bring the mind back and lord notices that sincerity this is what bhagavad gita also talks about it and gives a talk about it engage senses with those senses so controlling senses the ownership the effort for that the onus is on us but the culmination in whether it be perfect or not that is in krishna's hands now how to steer this mind how to train this monkey mind and calm it down so as we said the process is shravana jiva goswami says that when you hear the holy name attentively 
Shravanam during Kirtanam. When we hear the holy name attentively, Lord Krishna notices the sincerity of that effort from within the heart and, and then he bestows us with attentive chanting. Why? Because he bestows us with purification from within, which leads to attentive chanting. Now, when a person then attains the state of attentive chanting, then the import of Krishna Katha also registers in one's mind completely. And then one can contemplate on the deeper meanings of Krishna Katha. Srila Prabhupada said, one can be completely attentive if one's mind is completely pure. So the mind has to be pure. And therefore Prabhupada instructed one more dimension because it will come to a, it will take some time to come to the platform of attentive hearing and attentive chanting. So Prabhupada gave one more dimension. Because Prabhupada said that controlling habits is easier than controlling our mind. Controlling habits is easier than controlling our mind. So Prabhupada therefore instructed us to purify our habits and that's why he gave us the four regulative principles. Therefore, these three principles of controlling habits, hearing and chanting can help control one's mind and then peacefully focus on Lord Krishna and when one does it throughout life, then it becomes easier to do it at the time of death. Otherwise, there is no magic that we can expect at the time of death, which is a very painful and bewildering process. Now, how do we get to the point of Shravanam, Kirtanam, developing good habits, etc. And that is where association of exalted Vaishnavas comes. Exalted Paramahamsa Vaishnavas. And this association can be Vaku association if we are fortunate. But more important is Vani, Vani association. Through their lectures, through their books. So when we take the association of such Paramahamsas, Wisdom comes out in five stages. There are five levels in which wisdom happens. The first stage is called as Pratyaksha. When we associate with Paramahamsas, the first stage of association is called as Pratyaksha. Pratyaksha means when we see great Vaishnavas and develop attraction for their qualities. When we just see, when many people saw, simply saw Prabhupada at the airport. This is called as what? Pratyaksha. You are seeing the Lord. And then you are developing great attraction for the, that person's or that Paramahamsa's qualities. So much so that eventually we want to be like that person. Only thing I remember. And then I remember it is to see Krishna. This is the only message I got from that teacher. 
but it's the biggest message in one sense. But I was attracted to some, something attracted me to Bhakti Rasamrath Maharaj at that time. And I thought that this person is not from this planet. Okay. So it was like that. So sometimes that is Pratyaksha. And then Paroksha is when you hear. So initially you only see. But what happens when we continue this process, Paroksha, what happens? We start seeing the world through their eyes. Initially we see them with their eyes. Then we start seeing the world through their eyes. Okay. That is called as Paraksha, Paroksha. And then we don't see the world through our eyes. For example, when we go to Vrindavan, okay, nobody will urinate under a tree in Vrindavan. People will hesitate 10 times. Why? Because Vrindavan trees are called as what? Kalpa Vriksha. <laughs> so immediately, some habits will get changed. Remember, oh my goodness, this is what I heard. Paramahamsa told me like this. The third is Aparoksha. So there is Pratyaksha, there is Paroksha, and then there is Aparoksha. Aparoksha means we see not only through their eyes, but eventually we see through our eyes also. We also realize that whatever they say, I can also see and experience that now practically. Like that. For example, we often hear that devotee association, loss of a devotee association is the most difficult pain for a devotee. But when we actually lose devotee association, we start realizing how important it is. Right? In the pandemic, yesterday, somebody was giving, day before yesterday, Oparajish you know, Prabhu, I think, was giving class. Right? And he was talking about how we all are practically feeling, even the temple devotees are feeling separation from the congregation and vice versa. Right? So, so this is called as Aparoksha. Now we are experiencing how important a congregation is, how important temple devotees are, how important temple is. So we are experiencing all these things. This is Aparoksha. So, or when we see uh, devotees, sorry, when we see people uh, in uh, parlors, when you see people dancing in pubs, initial days, at least when I was you know, studying, okay, uh, the greatest fun was we used to ask people, when is a party? Party, it will be there, no? What <sighs> a prince, man. Oh, first class. And we used to what? That was our idea of having fun. But now when we see people, dancing on the Saturday night music, you know, over booze, <laughs> what happens? Then we can see people suffering actually, right? So our whole vision has changed. Why? Who has made the difference? Prabhupada. <laughs> so, Pratyaksha, Paroksha, Aparoksha. And then we come to the next stage of Adhokshaja. Adhokshaja means what? Now we start seeing the world spiritually. This is called as Sastra Chakshu. We see all jivas as spirit souls, as children of God. And we see the super soul within all of them. So we, so we are seeing others and seeing their suffering and we call them as karmis. That's one stage. But we see them and we see the paramatma inside them also. We see paramatma within all living entities. We see everything as Vasudeva Kutumba. Nothing is independent of Krishna. Sthavra Jangama Dekhe Na Dekhe Taramurti Sarvatra Haya Nija Ishta Devasurti Wherever I see my dear Lord, I see only you like that. So Adhoksha. And then the fifth stage is Aprakat. Aprakat means what? Then when the devotee comes to this state, then what happens? That which is not manifest will now become manifest. The devotee's heart is now filled. Of course, it is not showing outside, but inside the heart it is filled with pastimes of the Supreme Lord. And that is revealed by the Lord's grace. Then we relish Lord Krishna's mercy. So these are the five stages in which through association one develops wisdom. Pratyaksha, Paroksha, Aparoksha, Adhoksha and Aprakat. Five stages. Now, by gradually hearing from by associating with these Paramahamsas, by hearing from them, one ascends gradually. But it is also mentioned that it is not enough to only hear. What do devotees do after hearing? What is the first? Chatushloki, second one. Bodhanita Parasparam, what is the first? Machita Makkata Prana. Bodhayanta Parasparam, Kathayanta Shchamamityam, Tushyanti Cha, Ramanti Cha. 
So it is not just enough to hear. Krishna Katha has to be discussed with other devotees. That is why we have, even in our uh, Bhakti Vaibhav, we have study groups. Our students have study groups, you know, Bhakti Vedanta, we ourselves do study groups, you know, so like that. So it is important to discuss it with devotees. Because when we discuss this Krishna Katha with devotees, our own understanding of Krishna Katha becomes deeper. We start churning that milk. Churn, churn, churn Krishna Katha. So, for example, a simple principle of non-violence, when we churn it in the Srimad Bhagavatam, that churning itself becomes, uh, gives us more realizations of this principle. Mm-hmm. On one hand, the principle of Mrgari, who stopped killing animals, that's one understanding of non-violence. Right? Then, another understanding of non-violence we see from Maharaj Parikshit, that he is not, he never killed anyone. Okay, it's not that he stopped killing. But when he was cursed, he did not counter personally. Right. So that is another example of non-violence. Where forget about you offending someone. When others offend you, you pardon them. Then we go to a higher principle of non-violence, which is Prahla Maharaj. That you pray for someone who offends you. Which is Hiranyakashipu. He is praying when my father be delivered. This is another level of non-violence. Right? And then the fourth level is Bhagavan himself for Putana. Though she had poison in her breast, he gave her the position of Dhaktri Uchita. So when we when we churn the Srimad Bhagavatam like that, apparent moral principles are churned so much that they give us a very deep perspective of that particular moral principle. So when we discuss this with devotees, we reinforce each other's conviction when we come together and study Sriman Bhagavatam. Therefore, this is called as stay next is called as Mananam. This is called as Mananam, journey of the past times. Maranam, Kirtanam, Mananam. And then we remember these past times better. So hearing, reflecting, remembering, and relishing ourselves these past times and then sharing and journeying these past times with devotees makes this Krishna Katha enter deeper and deeper inside our hearts. Now, coming back to, you know, uh, Prabhupada's uh, specific uh, verse today, Narayana prays about remembering the Lord at the time of death. Now, let us go back to the Ajamil pastime. Ajamil was actually born in a Brahminical family. Then he developed bad habits. He started, he observed the prostitute, Dayato Vijayan Bhumsan happened to him. Sangrashti Shukhtarite. He went and married that, uh, that uh, prostitute and then he started ignoring his parents. Right? So a very sinful life. A pious birth followed by a sinful life followed by what? Followed by Namavash. <laughs> Narayana, he called out. Now, what was his mood when he called out Narayana? What was his emotion when he called out Narayana? One of fear, utter fear. Because he was seeing these scary personalities in front of him. So fear gave him Namavash. <laughs> he didn't do Namavash, no Namavash. But what did he do? His Namavash was what? He called out to the person who he loves most, who was his son Narayana. So you can see, even in fear, you call out to the person who you love. Therefore, love is more powerful than Love can overcome that fear. In one sense, can you see the, the, the dominance of love in that emotion? The dominance of love over that situation of fear. So, that, so when we de- develop love or treaty for the Lord and we call out to Krishna, where will fear be? There is no place for fear. right? Even if Nam Abhash can give Ajamil that second chance that he got, what if someone develops pure preeti for the Lord. So that is our point of discussion for the next part of the class. So we need to develop that preeti towards the Lord. Now, how will we love someone till we relish the sweet aspects of that person? For example, in Bollywood, there is one song. It says, Aise hasiti thi, wo aise chalti thi. Chand ke jaise chukti aur nikalti thi. There was a song, very famous song in Bollywood. 
where the hero is glorifying the mundane beauty of a mundane woman, right? But if you see what is he doing, he is talking about the various sweet aspects of his, of the object of his love, which is that lady. Now replace Krishna with that. That's what his devotion says, right? So therefore, Vallabhacharya gave us the Adharam Madhuram. So instead of these mundane Bollywood songs, now we sing Adharam Madhuram. So we replace that which is mundane with something which is transcendental. The principle is same that unless we really understand the sweetness of the Lord, how can we love Him? And therefore, amidst a very fearful uh, environment or ecosystem which death provides us, how can we overcome that fear and think of our Lord? It's not possible. Therefore, Antyanarayana Smriti can come only when we really understand and internalize the sweetness of the Lord. So, and this sweetness of the Lord has got many, many aspects. Some aspects we will discuss which will help us aid our smarana at the time of death. So, Adharam Madhuram we talked about. When Lord Krishna, what does this mean? When Lord Krishna is playing his flute under the Kadamba tree in the moonlit night, his lips are shining. Adharam Madhuram. His lips are shining like the Bimba fruit. So Vallabhacharya is saying that shine of your lips is very beautiful. Adharam Madhuram. Then he says Vadanam Madhuram. Vadanam means what? The moonlight shining face of the Lord. His face is shining like full moon. So his lips are like a Bimba fruit. And then his face is like a full moon. Adharam Madhuram, Vadanam Madhuram. Then Nayanam Madhuram. Nayanam means his eyes. His eyes are like lotus petals. It is said that simply with those eyes, if he glances at us, he takes away our impurities with that glance. Adharam Madhuram, Vadanam Madhuram, Nayanam Madhuram, and then Hasitam Madhuram. Hasitam Madhuram means his face is most beautiful, especially his smile. Now, it is said that if one observes the smile of the Lord, an ocean of our suffering is evaporated. When we see the Lord smiling, many times it happens when we are having serious problems. Suddenly when our eyes go to our deity, in our house, we have Radha Vallabha on the altar. When we see Radha Vallabha smiling like this, suddenly we think, okay, what is he smiling amidst all these things and I am miserable like that. But when you see his smile, it gives you, it mollifies our misery to a great extent. So this is Hasitam Madhuram and it is said that actually the Lord's smile is the cure for lustful desires. Lusty desires, when one has to overcome, one can see the beautiful smiling face of the Lord. Because the smiling face of the Lord removes the lusty desires. Hridayam Madhuram Hridayam Madhuram In Dwaraka Leela, the Lord went to, uh, Sudama went to the Lord. But what did the Lord do? Everyone was thinking, even the gatekeeper stopped it because he was completely bedraggled. Sudama. said, who is this fellow? Now coming to the palace of the Lord. You can't come like that. Like a beggar. Literally. So, but when the Lord saw him, what happened? The Lord ran out of the palace. He hugged Sudama. He brought Sudama very affectionately to the palace. He did Pada Puja to Sudama and he did Aarti to Sudama and gave him Karpur, Tambul, everything. The way a devotee should worship the Lord, the Lord is worshipping the devotee. This is the heart of the Lord. Sridayam Madhuram. So, Adharam Madhuram, Vadanam Madhuram, Nayanam Madhuram, Asitam Madhuram, Hridayam Madhuram. So, we have to meditate on all these qualities of the Lord. Then, Preeti develops. Then, Gamanam Madhuram. Gamanam Madhuram means His walking. The Lord's walking. So, in the Gocharana Leela, the Lord is taking the cows for the cowherd pastime. It is said the Lord's lotus feet becomes pinkish in color because of the hard ground. Of course, the Lord says, no, I will not accept footwear. Will you give footwear to walk to the cows? So when he touches the stone, so the redness of the Lord's feet, that is called as 
గమనం మధురం అండ్ దెన్ వేణూర్ మధురం ద నాట్ ప్లేయింగ్ ద ఫ్లూట్ సో వేణూర్ మధురం సో ఇన్ ది ఆదికేశవ టెంపుల్ రాధేశ్యామ్ ప్రభు హీ సా బ్యూటిఫుల్ మురళీధర్ కాకే ఐ ఆల్సో గోట్ టు ద ఆదికేశవ టెంపుల్ ఐ హో మెమరీస్ ఆఫ్ దాట్ ఇన్ ది సౌత్ ఇండియా యాత్ర ఇన్ టూ థౌజండ్ అండ్ టెన్ అండ్ వన్ బట్ సో దెర్ ఈస్ ఇట్ ఈస్ సెట్ దట్ ఇన్ దిస్ టెంపుల్ దెర్ ఈస్ అ బ్యూటిఫుల్ మురళీధర్ కార్వింగ్ ద లార్డ్ మురళీధర్ అఫ్కోర్స్ ఆదికేశవ లార్డ్ ఇస్ లైమ్ అస్ ఇస్ మెయిన్ డేటింగ్ బట్ దెర్ ఈస్ మురళీధర్ నా దే దెర్ ఈస్ ద కార్వింగ్ వెల్ అవ్ ఈస్ స్టాండింగ్ కృష్ణ ఈస్ ప్లేయింగ్ ఫ్లూట్ but a cow is standing there and the cow is standing on two legs now cows usually stand on four legs but the cow is standing on two legs legs but what is more astonishing is behind the cow a tiger is standing with one hand on the cow <laughs> on the shoulder of the cow and even more astonishing is a deer is standing with its hand on the tiger which is not possible in the material world It's not possible. It's not logical. It does not happen. And here runs away from the tiger. But deer is standing with its hand on the tiger. And even more astonishing is the calf is drinking milk from the udders of the tiger. <laughs> And the cow of, of the tiger is drinking milk from the udders of the cow. so this is logically impossible so radheshan prabhu says when i asked them i said there is a mistake in this picture pujari said no 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 there is a very old picture there is no mistake here this is what happens when your krishna plays the flute venur madhura renur madhura panir madhura pato so venur madhura then renur madhura which is the dust of the lotus feet of the lord where is this glorified rukmini glorified in the letter to the brahman which is sends no the love letter which she writes in the last paragraph of that love letter she tells the lord i am not sure whether you will accept me i am not sure whether you accept me but i mean it to it hundred lifetimes i don't mind waiting hundreds of lifetimes i'll wait i'll do penances for hundreds of lifetimes to achieve what the dust of your feet renur mudur the dust of the feet because he says this this dust is even sought out by lord shiva himself and lord brahma they are also seeking this dust so when we get this renur madhura the dust of the feet of the lord then that dust gets removes the dust inside all our heart cheto darpana marjana frees us from all material desires and bestows prema upon us and that dust empowers us to do extraordinary activities it empowers the devotee to achieve great things in his lifetime or her lifetime then panir madhura the lord's hands are very soft and tender it is said that arjun when he used to be completely bruised and he used to come from battle obviously there will be immense pain in the body right so arjun used to lie down immense pain all body is in full day fighting in the battlefield of kurukshetra all the lord will do is he will move his palm panir mudra his hands will touch arjuna in various parts of the body and all the wounds will disappear <laughs> so with the same hands the lord gives benedictions the lord gives benedictions one one thing that i always love about radha vallava is that every day i place tulsi in the lord's feet but i also place tulsi in radha rani's hands because radha rani's hands are so beautiful you see the hand you place tulsi and you pray and you take the tulsi from there right so we are very fortunate so radharani is straight standing like this and blessing everyone so we have access to her hands and we have access to the feet of um, allava of course his hands are the feet of fruit 
but the lord's hands are very pani pani madhura now it is said that in the rasalila when the gopis close their eyes in the rasalila and they were dancing they were perspiring dancing they were had no external consciousness the lord wiped with his hands their perspiration and he soothed the gopis and it is said when the lord did that the gopis didn't realize the lord was doing that okay because they were ecstasy of the lord right so they felt that it was a fragrant flower like that the lord's hands were had that fragrance and it soothed their tiredness in fact even in the akasura pastime we said that when initially akasura was a rascal he was a demon right so when the gopal entered his mouth his mouth was smelling like a public lavatory sulab shaujale we say but what happened when krishna entered after that and came out it is said that agasura's mouth was very fragrant same thing in putana's body also putana's body was fragrant when they were you know finally you know cremating or whatever you know then the fragrance was going miles like that even in again in rishabhadev's past time it is said rishabhadev's school was also fragrant like that so this is we can't only bhagavan can do this right so pani madhura then padav madhura the lotus feet of the lord we are studying the uh, 12th canto of shrimad bhagavatam we are almost towards the end of the 12th canto now we are studying markandeya rishi's past times markandeya rishi made one he had one desire i don't know why he desired that he wanted to see the universal devastation so krishna said okay so be it my god the description is so vivid nobody will pray like that i at least i will never pray i want to see universal devastation it is horrible it's very difficult to even read you get scared when you see the universal devastation market energy told her i want to see your external energy will anyone pray like that but he prayed so lord showed him all the external energy after that what happened then he saw the external energy he got completely bewildered but then what happened towards the end he saw on a leaf who is there baby krishna and what was lord doing he was sucking his own toe so this is padho madhura because the lord sucks his own toe because he sees that the whole world is crazy behind my lotus feet what is that let me also suck and see <laughs> so padho madhura and when markandeya rishi simply saw this lord sucking his toe his pain also went away then nrityam madhura nrityam the lord's dance where is what is the pastime of the lord's dance we all know kaliya Kaliyas, in fact, if you go to the Crown Casino, once I remember I had taken my son, the childhood, you know, we take him for the, what is that, the games area, which was there. So there, they have one uh, game, and you can, in fact, it's not a game, you can actually play that and you can get points. There is music, tick, 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 and then what happens? Different, different lights are on the floor. You have to jump to the right thing, and then you will get points like that. So I was trying there, obviously, you know, I can't dance, I have two left feet, you know, so I have a way to know. this dancing and we don't go he'll go ill together <laughs> so i i think i, I probably got zero points or something like that okay remember but the children can jump very fast from here to there they can observe the light and their senses are their response is very quick hmm? so now when we hear kaliya's past times we can see kaliya's wounds were going up and down randomly here and there but krishna perfectly was smashing his food one by one whenever his food went up krishna knew which food is and almost spontaneously krishna hit that food with his lotus feet so this is nrityam of the lord nrityam madhuram nobody can dance like that everybody was just watching the lord like that they forgot all the poison and everything okay what is going on here magna the lord so it is also mentioned once that radharani uh, was once going and there are clouds on top of radharani and the clouds assembled and radharani wanted to Uh, tell the clouds that you go and give message to the lord hmm? so the clouds are asking radharani you want us to give a message to the lord but how do we know who he is how can we identify him we should know the person not to give a message of course it is said that the clouds knew that krishna is that person who has our complexion okay so the clouds could relate to krishna through that way but radharani told them that you go you will realize who he is he says when you go to rajabhumi when you go to gokul 
wherever you see that lakhs and lakhs of eyes are watching one person all the time you realize that that person is krishna that is what it is so when krishna dances it is said that even the the gandharvas are there the gandharvas are the best singers and the apsaras are the best dancers and when you see gandharvas and apsaras doing a program together that is the best entertainment in this world but it is said that when krishna is dancing the gandharvas forget the apsaras are dancing the apsaras no rest time for them nobody watching them dance so this is nrityam madhuram and then sakyam madhuram so sakyam is krishna's affection for his in sakyas for his devotee bhishma saw this affection when krishna took a vow i am not going to raise any astra shastra in the battlefield of kurukshetra but bhishma dev said that i want to bring out this mood of the lord to its fullest hilt so what he did he deliberately took an arrow and <laughs> took it at arjun and krishna saw that what he did immediately got down from the chariot took a chariot wheel now why should krishna take the chariot wheel krishna could have actually said sudarshan <laughs> like that even the jagai jagai mother he did that in one second bhishma is finished but he took the chariot wheel because the intention of krishna was never to kill bhishma right bhishma is also another devotee but bhishma but krishna took it just to give that intense mood that i am picking up this because i can't pick up a weapon as sudarshan is a weapon but i am picking up the chariot wheel and now he is charging towards so he is keeping his promise as well as he is charging towards bhishma uh, right and bhishma is witnessing this so exactly this is what i wanted to say okay not thank you very much i never wanted to kill arjun right but this is what i wanted to say so so by doing that past time what did lord krishna do he fulfilled bhishma's desire of seeing that mode of the lord protecting his devotee what can the lord do in his sakyam sakyam madhuram like that then geetam madhuram geetam madhuram is what the lord lord krishna can speak eloquently okay and everything that the lord speaks has a deep meaning and it attracts everyone and the beauty is the lord can not only speak in multiple languages like french telugu tamil no the lord can speak even the languages of the animals also so he knows he is the person who knows all the languages so geetam madhuram and then pitam his pitam par color is described glorified then bhuktam madhuram bhuktam is nobody can eat like the lord who is the biggest consumer lord jagannath <laughs> so bhuktam madhuram and shuktam madhuram Now again when we are studying third canto which we are currently teaching in the bhakti vaibhav course in the third canto it brahma's prayers brahma is saying oh lord you are sleeping while sleeping who can produce anything people are not even conscious right so lord is sleeping but the lord is sleeping what not on that you know uh, what is that 2000 dollar mattress right lord is sleeping on top of a roaring ocean in the middle of a roaring ocean he is sleeping can any one of us sleep in the middle of a roaring ocean not no way we can do but the lord is sleeping there and then on top of that he is sleeping on a serpent bed <laughs> right and what is happening from there the lord is creating even in his position of sleep so this only lord narayan can so we are not going to discuss obviously we don't have time now it's already 8:45 so the point was that and so so these poems which pure devotees like balavacharya who are tasting the sweetness of the lord unless we meditate on this and get deeper on this where how in which other way will love for the lord come there is no other right so by chanting by hearing and when we hear these pastimes of the lord and when we meditate in our chanting on this in addition to hearing the holy name which is the beginning of chanting then what happens then our love or preeti for the lord increases and when this preeti increases fear of material life gradually goes away automatically it happens janayati asu vairagyam jnanam cha yada vedoka whatever knowledge is required automatically comes whatever detachment that, that has to come will automatically come vasudeva bhagavati bhakti yoga 
ಜನರಿಗೆ ಅಸೋಸಿಯೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ವಾಟ್ ಆರ್ ಅಸೋಸಿಯೇಷನ್ ಅವೈಲೇಬಲ್ ಹಿಯರ್ 
so still here we have association with like devangad maharaj was here so we took many devotees came to the temple on that day and took uh, personal association with maharaj so personal association can be taken like that in yatras or when when these saintly personalities visit uh, our center and then take, take opportunity if, if they are willing to come to our house they invite them and then, you know, then we can have some confidential discussions with them Or we can fix an appointment with them. You know, there will be some coordinator. For example, when Devanath Maharaj comes here, I am sure somebody is managing his roster. Similarly, when Devanath Maharaj comes again, there will be you know, so devotee Maharaj always gives darshan to devotees. Special darshan, he says. <laughs> he will come. Every personally, he will place the Jagannath toothbrush, no? That is on everyone's head. So yeah. So okay, we we'll stop here. Gratrashi Mahavadam ki Jai Prabhupada ki Jai Jai Tahir